Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Game Global Podcast, hosted by Kieran Callum. <laughs> Best advice ever. I am recording, you are recording, and through the magic of modern technology, we are about to have ourselves a podcast. So, yay, yay, Simone, yay. So, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Game Global Podcast, hosted by me, Kieran Callum. As I always say, this is a show that is here to give you some free tips, tools, and resources that you can use to absolutely smash your dating, your sexual, your romantic goals. Now, today with me, I have a very special guest. Her name is Simone Farshi. Now, she is a sex educator and intimacy coach for women. She effectively helps women to, how do you put this? tap into their sexual power and unleash the sexuality that lies within all of them that may be almost definitely society has tried to suppress and hold down so it's very good to have her here very good to have you here simone hello 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 hi karen thank you so much i love that introduction and it just gives me goosebumps knowing that that's what we're doing in the world (laughs) Well, the fact that that gives you goosebumps also gives me goosebumps. So we're both here with our respective goosebumps. So effectively, oh yeah, also listener, also, also, also. The reason why Simone is here today is because, as we all know as men, there's, you're with a woman, you're having sex with her. You want to believe that you're giving her the greatest blissful experience of her life, but deep down you don't really know. Like, maybe she faked it, maybe she didn't. Or maybe you do know she had an absolutely terrible time because she didn't even bother to pretend that she enjoyed what you were doing. And it's like, how often do women honestly say, this is what I want, this is what I need, this is what does it for me? It's actually quite rare. So Simone is here today to give us the opinion number one from her perspective but also number two from the perspective of the multiple women that she has coached what it is that actually gets women going in the bedroom and also the mistakes the yeah the mistakes that men tend to make so talk to me Yes, I love this subject, and this is definitely what I work with uh, my clients with all the time, um, is how to create the desire. So, I mean, definitely women like to be held and like to be led into a sexual experience. And that's not to say that they are that they are being forced into something or that there's not consent happening, but to know that a man is going to take them and lead them into pleasure. But, of course, that can be really hard to do if you don't know that person very well or you've, you know, been led on before in the past and you're just going by what you think a woman is going to want. So some women know their bodies really well and they will share with you what they like, but the majority of women don't. Um, They haven't had experience actually getting to know their bodies and they don't know how to express what they like and how they like it. 
So this is where it comes in to be really fun and um, inquisitive and curious and create a lot of desire and momentum and heat and intimacy in a relationship, both sexually and emotionally. And that is through um, asking, just asking what it is that you like, what it is that you desire. And I coach a lot of men on this as well. Is first, you want to make sure that you yourself are in a place of desire. So, how is your body feeling? Are you feeling nervous? Are you feeling excited? Is you know there's something crazy that happened in your work day, and you need to you know sit down and kind of go through that first before connecting with your woman and your partner. And the same goes with her. So, attuning to where she's been at. In the day before you go straight into sex. So just coming together and noticing where you both are at. So that's the first step. So you said something about just being inquisitive and asking. Now, what someone who's listening might think is that that somehow flies in the face of leading. Because when we think of the term of a man leading, it's like, come here, I'm Mr. Strongman. Here's my hand, take my hand. I am now going to lead you to the promised land. Don't worry, you're safe with me. That's the kind of like mental image that you have. But then, see, when you think about, say, asking, say, um, did you like that? Is it okay when I put my willy here? Do you like it when I kiss your nipple like this? That has connotations of not leading and being, let's say, weak and needing validation, etc., etc. So my question to you would be, how does a man lead while also being open enough to ask questions and to find out how she's feeling, but to do so in a way that still implies that he's a man and that he isn't an insecure boy who needs validation? Yeah, that's a great question. So again, I think really attuning to yourself and making sure that you have that that pleasure and that primal power and that primal connection in your body when you first come to a woman. And she's going to feel that. She's going to feel that like that desire that you have for her um, without even speaking. And that's going to turn her on. And then from that place, then you can act just on your attentive intuition. And then when you know, you put your hands on her or you kiss her or you connect with her, then you can get a sense of where she's at. So if she's not moving towards you, if she's hesitating a little bit, then you can ask her like, hey, how are you feeling right now? Like, what can I do that would make you feel even better? Like, I'm feeling really turned on and I'm feeling, seeing you being super beautiful and, you know, just complimenting her a little bit. So getting her warmed up and into the mood and then leading from there. So you're still leading, but you're also being inquisitive and you're hitting her emotional points too. So you're hitting both of her her body and her sexual desire and you're also connecting to her emotions, which is going to open her up and make her melt. Okay, so you said something about a man tapping into his primal sexual self. Now, I have a personal way that I have managed to do that within myself. It's something that I would be flabbergasted if you haven't heard of it. Listeners of this podcast are probably bored of hearing me speak about it, but I started practicing semen retention about a year ago. And for anyone, for the anyone who's listening to this for the first time, semen retention is based on the notion, and stop me if I say something slightly off, but a man's semen isn't a waste product. So it's not like urine or feces where your body needs to get rid of it because it will kill you if it stays inside you. It's 50% of the building blocks for a new human being. And your body diverts loads of really important resources to create semen. 
because again it's to ensure the continuation of the species when you waste your semen as a man you kind of deplete your body of all of those nutrients etc etc and for maybe some other reasons on top of that that i don't know but it is incredibly beneficial for men to actually retain their semen so that you essentially either don't ejaculate well you either don't have sex or you have sex and not ejaculate and if you can orgasm, you have an orgasm, an ejaculation-free orgasm. Now, as insane as this sounds to a man who's never tried it, here's some stuff that I noticed. I noticed, number one, my thoughts became clearer. I noticed, number two, I had more energy. I noticed, number three, I started appreciating women on a deeper level than, than previously. And that was insane. I was in a sauna next to a woman who was about 55 right or 60 now she wasn't beautiful by any means and i wasn't really like attracted to her but she was laying there in the sauna and she looked really regal like a queen and i would have never noticed her before and i was like huh that's so interesting like i was i was feeling her energy there's that but then another thing is i have found that it makes sex much better because it's like your level of oh also it's made me more creative as well but that's neither here nor there it's also it's like when i'm in bed with a woman my level of desire for her is a lot deeper and because it's a lot deeper it's i'm much more into it and then because i'm much more into it she's more into it and then because she's more into it i'm more into it blah 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 blah, blah. so i found sex is actually a lot better as well so my to bring this back to my initial question is there any other way that a guy can unlock his sexuality beyond that and also do you know much about semen retention from the men that you work with or the women that you've worked with and what are your thoughts on it yeah it's a great question as well and i love your insight into that um i do um work with men that want to work on semen retention i it's not for every man and it depends on where you are in your age and where you are in your practice um i also do a lot of breath work so just breathing into your body breathing into your sexual organs breathing into your intentions and what you want to get out of the sexual experience can be very powerful um, beyond just the semen retention and yeah i think that's great and and noticing you know how much life force and energy you have within yourself and how much you are bringing to the experience um, each time you're connecting with your partner or with a new lover um, and I work with women with this as well. Um, for women, rather than obviously orgasming and losing that life force, they do it based off of their menstrual cycle. So there's lots of breathing techniques and connecting with your, um, your womb space and then creating a cyclical um, energy circuit there to create and maintain the energy that we so often lose during our cycle. So instead of getting any kind of pains or cramps or... Um, feeling tired or feeling cranky you are circulating that energy and creating it and, and maintaining that that life force which is super fascinating probably another topic but <laughs> um, I love it all um, and you can practice these techniques as well together in partnership the breath exercises and then going into a sexual experience okay so what is breath work like can you kind of explain what that looks like so some guy who's never heard of this which actually includes me so how is he breathing to get in touch with his sexuality yeah okay there's so much we can talk about here but um 
So there's many different kinds of breaths for different intentions. Um, one breath that I like to start with is a circular breath, and this is great also in partnership or if you're you know, creating intimacy with a person in the bedroom. And so what you do is you would begin to draw in a breath, pulling it in from your genitals. And so you would want to you know, bring your attention to your genitals. You can even squeeze, squeeze your perineum, um, just focus on, on your root. And then bring that breath in all the way up to the belly, to the back of the spine, to the heart, to the back of the neck. And then exhale, you're breathing it all the way out of the mouth and just visualizing a, a circle. And then again, breathing that energy back into the genitals. And you're just looping that. So it's a long, deep inhale. And then a hold once you get to the top of the mouth. Exhale letting it all out, and then again, breathing it in. And a way to build this intimacy with a partner is you would sit um, cross-legged together and you would inhale your partner's breath and then exhale, and so you're doing a loop and you're breathing that in and out of each other. And it becomes very erotic very quickly because your senses are becoming heightened. You're going into a more parasympathetic state, so your nervous system is relaxing we all know that you can't have the best sexual experience if you're in a sympathetic state because you're stressed, you're thinking about work, you're thinking about the day, you're in your head. So the, the focus is to come back down into our body and feel and be most awakened to the sensations. Okay, that sounds very fascinating and I very much agree with what you're saying so the times when I have had the worst sexual experiences ever have always been when I was inside my head because it's like you're there and is my dick big enough is my body attractive enough am I fucking her the right way you know blah 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 and then all of these thoughts they actually distract you from the fact that you currently are making love to slash fucking slash whatever this absolutely beautiful woman you're forgetting all of that so i'm with you but here's the thing most of the men listening to this are going to be single and the concept of let's say some woman who may be a one night stand or maybe like a day that they're bringing home for the first time the concept or, or whatever it is like some friend the concept of saying okay so we're gonna sit and we're gonna do this breathing exercise yeah, I suppose you could actually give that a try and see how it goes. But what I'm going to say is most men would be nervous, uncomfortable, unsure about the idea of bringing that up with some woman who they weren't already in some sort of ongoing relationship with. So then what would some guy be doing on his own? Because it sounds like, and maybe I'm wrong, but it sounds like these breathing exercises are to be done just before sex. Is that right? Um, these breathing exercises are great to do anytime, if, especially if you're doing semen retention in your own self-pleasure practice, so during masturbation. So in retaining and holding your seed and practicing um, orgasm without ejaculation. Um, also, if you want to practice staying hard or longer without ejaculating, um, or if you're having a hard time staying hard um, or losing your erection, these are all great um, well, this is one of the breathwork exercises that's really great for that. There's a few others that are also good for that. I see. So, here's something that I have noticed from listening to you speak. 
does. When a man says, all right, where the heck are we going wrong in the bedroom? The kind of answer that we expect to receive is, oh, you know what? You don't thrust like this, you thrust like that. That position was rubbish. You actually should use this position or something quite mechanical. But what I'm hearing from you is that the places where men are going wrong isn't necessarily the mechanics. It's kind of the approach to the whole act in and of itself. Am I right? It's like the yes, mindset exactly. that encompasses it. Yeah, it's connecting to your body. It's connecting to the flow and the emotional and the turned on state inside your own body. And once you're connected to that, everything is really effortless because you're not thinking about it, right? You're not in your head thinking, am I... Am I fucking her the right way? Is she feeling good? You're really just feeling your own primal energy. And then she's reacting to that. So she's going to be immediately turned on by that. And then it's just a cyclical loop. Um, So again, like bringing it back to where I started in the beginning is attunement. Really, you know, feeling into your own body state. Um, and for men, this is such a foreign concept, feeling into your own body state. It's like, what is feeling? Yep. <laughs> we don't even know what feeling is. Um, but then maybe paying attention to how is she? Like, how is she breathing? Is she breathing fast? Um, where is her eye contact? Where can I Where can I connect to her? And then just finding that single point. Like, let me just take a moment and pause and just look at her with, like, loving eyes and see how she responds. Let me just put my hand on her on her thigh and see how she responds and then from there you can then ask or move closer to her in a direction and then see how she responds so you're really taking these small cues and then you're feeling into your body and then you're responding back and then you can get into a really sensual hot sexy place where both of you are not in your heads and everything is super yummy yeah i was with a woman within some point within the past month or so and my finger was inside and I was fingering them. Now the point is this. Yeah, just to call Bring back the fingering. I just want to say that. We all need to bring back the fingering. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Did it ever go away? I mean, I feel like it. sometimes it, it just doesn't happen as much as it should anymore. Or you <sighs> skip straight to sex instead of really enjoying the fingering. Or you come and she doesn't and like it's always great to finish by being fingered or at least i really enjoy that well see here's the thing i read a book some years ago called she comes first the thinking man's guide to pleasure in a woman i can't remember who the heck wrote this book now but the cover it was like a papaya that was chopped in half and it like looks like a vagina which i thought was quite clever but anyway this book was all about oral sex and it was all about the fact that supposedly according to the author whose name i can't remember that you're way more likely to give a woman a mind-blowing orgasm with your tongue than your dick so i read that book i was like well i might as well try this stuff out so ever since then that has been like a key component of my arsenal but it did actually involve fingering as well but anyway the point is this this is the point right like i said i swear this is within the past month so i'm inside i am doing what i'm doing i'm paying close attention to a g-spot i'm stroking it slowly but i could feel the muscles of her pussy convulsing around my hands like convulsing but it didn't happen at first like at first she's moaning and she's groaning fine but at some point it started to convulse as I was playing with the G-spot and I was like, hold on, is she, 
she having an orgasm? I wasn't too sure. But I, and I carried on. And then afterwards, I asked her, she's like, yeah, 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 that's what happens. Like when I, I, I can have these tiny little orgasms where, you know, and then I will start to convulse. And that's what happens when I have these little micro orgasms. And it was really cool to kind of get to know her body a mm. little bit more. Mm. You know, it's very cool and very special. And then yeah. there's another time when I was with this woman and her eyes started rolling into the back of her head. And it's like, I can't remember what I did, but I was like, oh, you really like that, don't you? Aha. That is interesting to know. Mm. So, yeah, being attentive, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, biologically, like, I love hearing the story of you feeling her and feeling her body contract and compulse and really paying attention to that and then moving with those cues and following her body's lead. I think, um, you know, when you do get to the point of actually being deep in foreplay or having penetrative sex it's about again like following her body and in order to be fully aroused it usually takes a woman about 30 20 to 30 minutes really for her body to be ready for something to enter it and that will make sex much more pleasurable so instead of just going straight for the clit or straight for a finger inside really making sure that you arouse her full body before so taking time on her thighs on her legs on her stomach on her cheek with her hair and after you've had some time and she's like really kind of asking for it then that's when you can start to enter her i did an episode of this podcast three episodes ago called how to give her wild screaming orgasms now one thing that i said is that you want her to be begging you to put it in in an ideal world like by the time you actually start to enter you want that to be something that she really 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 wants you to do that's one thing that i said and another thing is that i have noticed from speaking to other women and maybe you you'll probably agree but where sex is concerned it's like it's kind of like a story so if you've got a movie let's say you you're watching some movie and it's any kind of movie let's say it's some like legal court case drama and you're at the end of the film there's like 20 minutes left and there's this epic case that's happening and the lawyer is there he's stating his case and everyone's watching and it's all very serious that's kind of like the crescendo of the movie and you could say that fucking a woman and having her about to orgasm that's that's the crescendo of the sex but what we as men like to do at least what a lot of men like to do is we jump to the end of the movie without actually the build-up so for instance it's like if you if i was to just show you some legal film and give you the court case at the end you might be like okay this is interesting but why do i care like why is she sitting and crying why is he arguing x y and z why is any of this happening you don't know but then that's what the whole foreplay element is essentially for it's like an essential slow consistent build that tells a story would you agree yeah definitely there's so much like that you can play with before actually getting to the end and that is only going to give you more information to know what she likes, how she likes, how to make it better. And then communicating that uh, in between, you know. And, and that can be the 
communication part can be really sexy. You know, it can be dirty talk. It can be whispers in her ear. It can be having her tell you what she likes and asking you what you like. So you're really building this very like yummy, heated um, information bank that is like gonna just make every time delicious. I like your use of the word yummy. <laughs> I do like that. I do like that. It's like on the one hand it was innocent, but it's like laced with a tinge of eroticism as well. <laughs> are there any fantasies that are generally common to women that you're aware of? Yeah, I mean, there's so many different fantasies, but I feel like being taken, you know, this fantasy of really just letting yourself go and being taken by a man, especially right now as um, the masculine and feminine roles have been um, a bit skewed and women are really having to step into their masculine quite often and work in the workplace. Um, or even if you have a family, you know that there's a big just caretaker role. So having no responsibility and not having to make the decisions in the bedroom is a huge fantasy for women. So again, being just... Yeah, just take it. <laughs> Is that something that you need to ask or help or coach women or men through? Uh, because most men I work with find it incredibly hard to take a woman because they've been told by society that women aren't sluts and whores and that they can't be creepy. So... I encounter so many men who f fundamentally have an issue around doing something like that. Do you encounter women with similar issues as well, where they want to be taken, but maybe they can't let it happen or they, they can't admit it to themselves or to their partners or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I think there's sensitivity around that and that just comes into the consent. You know, it's really important to incorporate consent and consent can be sexy. Consent can be the talk of like, do you like it when I do this? Like, how does that make you feel? Like, are you getting wet? Or is this a turn on for you? So you're staying in your body and you're staying connected to that sensual, primal desire and arousal with your woman, but you're checking in with her. And once you have that communication, then you can go really deeply into any fantasy. I mean, there's a whole world of very dirty, erogenous, out-of-the-box, unconventional places that we all like to go to. But that's the thing. We're afraid to share it because we feel like we might be judged um, or it's not okay or can we actually do that. But once you create that safe container um, to communicate and to ask, then it can go anywhere. But what I was asking, firstly, that's very interesting and I like the way you phrased that. But if I'm some random man, can I reliably create a safe container with pretty much any woman? Or will there be some women who, due to whatever is going on within them, they are too, let's say, held back, too damaged, too whatever, to really step into something like that? And do you find yourself helping these sorts of women? Yes, um... You know, for that for that particular kind of woman, that might not be her fantasy. She might like something else. You know, she might like some more caretaking or emotional words, um, and that that just might not be her fantasy. And yes, I do help um, women and men be able to communicate their needs and their desires 
and feel more comfortable in expressing them or moving through them if there is any trauma or pain around past experiences. Expressing my um, desires was, that was like the hardest thing for me to do when I was younger, the hardest thing. I remember being in bed with a girl. This is actually my first girlfriend. I'm in bed with my first girlfriend and this was like the first time we were in bed or maybe the second or something and we're laying there. Now, look, I'm rock hard, right? We're laying there, I'm hard, I'm horny, whatever. And I just wanted her to touch it. Like, I really wanted her to touch it, but I was so scared. And I remember being there in my head, like, screaming in my head, please touch my dick. But I was screaming, like, if if my mouth was as loud as my brain, like, people would have heard me, like, 300 meters away. I was screaming. But even though I was screaming, I did not have the courage to either open my mouth and I didn't have the courage to like grab her hand and put her hand there I really didn't so the sexual experiences I had when I was younger when I had that mindset they were quite deeply unfulfilling because I was always thinking about things that I wanted to do but wouldn't do because I didn't want to look I don't know weird or creepy or sleazy or whatever and since I actually dropped all of that it's just so much better is just so 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 much better so yeah to anyone who's listening no matter what it is that you're into it doesn't really matter what it is just actually go for it just go for it and dive in because life is short you only live once well actually maybe we live time upon time again but that's not the point you're only going to be here as this iteration of you actually once and enjoy yourself and live your life while you are here but simone i have a question for you before we leave Is there anything else that you believe one of the men listening to this podcast needs to know about either where they're usually going wrong, where pleasing women is concerned, and also what they can do to rectify the situation? Yeah, just following what you were saying, um, for sure. Like, if you're feeling it, then then express it like she's probably feeling just as hot and bothered like we are conditioned to not share what our desires are from a very young age that sex is bad that you can't talk about it so it's very foreign for us to actually feel comfortable expressing it but the more that you practice it the more normal it gets and the hotter it becomes to express it and the the more intimacy is created when you share those things so go for it just share it just express it just say it and if you say it and it's not taken in the right way then you can you can go from there you know it's not it's not a big deal just getting more comfortable with that and then um, as far as in the bedroom again just attuning attune to your own desire attune to where she's at make sure that you uh, have plenty of foreplay you know at least 30 to 40 minutes of using all other parts of the body using communication um, breath using touch of different forms of touch and then um, yeah just feeling feeling into your desire really that's the main thing and then expressing your your intimacy in that way if I could say something to the man who's listening this is the way I like to look at it I like to see myself as an artist and her body's a canvas and you're painting a masterpiece on her body like the entire body though everywhere head to toe literally everywhere don't ignore anything 
don't just go for things that you oh yeah that's an erogenous zone yeah breast tits yeah that i've been told that just explore the whole entire region and yeah and actually um before we go so you said that people often are let's say a little bit nervous about sharing their desires yeah that's very true because say you know i said oh i was screaming for my girlfriend to please touch my dick please oh my god please 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 praying to jesus right something i have noticed now so i don't have that issue anymore now i'll just grab her hand and put it on it obviously when i believe that she'll be comfortable enough for that to happen but here's something though so she's not touching it in any way shape or form she's doing her thing i take my hand and i put i take her hand and i put it on top of my dick and you know what happens after that point she refuses to let go (laughs) like refuses okay (laughs) it's not like i put it there and then it was there for a second politely and then she pulled her hand away it's like it's almost like she was hoping that i would do that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so this is what happens like yeah the things that you're thinking about the other person could very well be thinking about as well yeah and then if you're not sure you say do you like that you know and then you get a response and then it just gets hotter from there so just do it (laughs) yeah yeah just do it people just do it so miss simone farshi um if there is some guy who's listening to this who's like you know what this woman simone not only does she sound incredibly intelligent but there's just something about her voice i'm captivated i'm transfixed i need to know who she is i need to find out more about this woman otherwise life just won't be the same ever again what would that man need to do in order to find out about you where's he gonna go yeah you can find me i have a website simonefarshi.com and it shows all the things that i offer you can just send me an email through the website and i'll get back to you right away Um, also if you have any girlfriends or women that you think might also enjoy my help i lead a different kind of platform called the pleasure plus and that's all about embodying your inner wisdom and sensuality women so those two places yeah oh actually before we go one more thing i want to say to the man who's listening i say this all the time but this needs to be said here a huge mistake that men make in the bedroom is that they judge female sexuality because they have the whole madonna whore complex and it's like if a woman is too sexual that's a bad thing you know she's a slut she's a whore she's whatever and that mindset hurts everybody by entering into it with a mindset of if she does x y and z regardless of how much you might enjoy it that lowers her value as a human being you're going to place judgments on her and she's going to feel that judgment and she's going to encroach into a ball metaphorically as a result of those judgments and it's just going to lead to an unsatisfying sexual experience so whatever preconceptions you might have of the idea of a woman like embracing her fully ignited sexuality please just actually drop it ditch it get rid of it bin it nuke it set fire to it pour acid over it just get rid of it it doesn't need to be there because it's not helping but uh yeah so with that i'd like to say thank you very much to you miss simone thank you thank you thank you thank you to the guy who's listening goodbye see you later to the au revoir arriva dirty and ciao for now 
Yo, 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 this is Kieran, and if you feel inspired by everything you just heard, but not quite where you want to be with women, I can help. What you need to do is go to calendly.com forward slash Kieran Callum to book in a free breakthrough session with me. We will speak about where you are right now, what you're dealing with, what you're struggling with, and how to get you from where you are to where you want to be. Calendly.com forward slash C-I-A-R-A-N-C-A-L-L-A-M. Take it easy. Goodbye, listeners. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 